This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as, we, as we're bringing to a close today and tomorrow the theme for the week, which is Love Not the World. And if you've been with us for the first uh, few days, we've been sharing many scriptures this week about what the world is from God's standpoint. We've also read from a book called Love Not the World by Watchman Nee, which I really suggest you order because it really explains this in detail. The word used for world in the New Testament is cosmos. It's, it speaks about the material world and the evil one and the father of lies who has a plan. It's a plan, an order, a structure, and an agreement. And the, whole, and the scripture says that the world lies in the power of the evil one. The whole world. The whole world. So the world might look uh, innocent from the outside, but it's anti-God, anti-gospel, anti-Semitic, and diametrically opposed to the light of the gospel. We consider the world's mentality, when you think of it, consider the world's mentality toward same-sex marriage, abortion, and the world's wisdom and thoughts. The world's enticement is there to enmesh men into its order and system. And what is critical is that it's more than what is right or wrong. It is what is its origin. Is it from God or is it from the evil one? We're going to begin today by reading a few more scriptures and then get to the heart of matter in 1 John chapter 2. A few more verses. James 3.15 The wisdom of the world is earthly, sensual, and devilish. James 1.27 Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. John seventeen fourteen, I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. We are supposed to be not of the world, just as Jesus was. We're in the world, but not of it. And finally, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, The God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving, that they might not see the light of the gospel and the glory of of Christ, who is the image of God. That was our condition before we became believers, but now things have changed. If you have your Bibles, turn with us 
to 1 John chapter 2. We'll be reading from uh, verse 15 to 17. All right? 1 John 2, 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lusts of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Junie, this is really the heart of the matter. And let's look at these verses one at a time. Love not the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That, those are, first, let me say this. Verse 15 is a command of God. And God says, if you love him, you'll obey my commandments. This is a clear command of God. So we might ask ourselves, why should we not love the world nor the things of the world? Well, we've mentioned a number of scriptures. I'd like to repeat them now. Why we should not love the world. John fourteen seventeen, because the world cannot receive the spirit of truth. John three nineteen, the world loves darkness and their deeds are evil. John uh, 4, 8, friendship with the world is hostility with God and a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. John eight twenty three, Jesus was not of the world. Second Peter 1, 4, corruption is in the world. James 3.15, the wisdom of the world is earthly, sensual, and devilish. And finally, 2 Corinthians 4.4, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel and the glory of the Messiah. Judy, there's more scriptures, but we are called to not love this world. And it sounds diametrically opposed to scripture because it says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for whosoever would believe in him would have life eternal. So the heart of the matter is the principalities and powers that rule the world that you're sharing about and the scriptures warn us about and now they're evil coming to light in the world in these last days Shelley because 50 years ago America was appeared to be a whole other nation but the evil that we're seeing now and the violence and the hatred and no respect for authority, the breaking up of marriages, of churches, uh, not keeping one's promise was always a problem that was not seen as clearly as God is allowing it to be seen these days, and I really believe, Shelley, he's allowing it 
for more people to come to their end yes, Lord. and turn to him and cry out to him. And that's our hope, isn't it, Shelley? That this darkness will actually bring light to more people to cry out to God and turn to him that they might have life eternal. That's right. So powerful. All right, let's look at the first verse here, verse 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And John speaks about love and fellowship. And why does it? Say, why does the scripture say we love God? Because he first loved us. Yet that love will not be in us if we are lovers of the world. It's, it's really so deep, Shelley, because how can we reconcile that God's love is not in us if we love the world. That's right. It does not make natural sense. That's why we need the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth that's in every one of us who were born again to enlighten our soul that God would separate for us those things that we should not partake of. Really. You know, Paul wrote in the book of Romans very, uh, a very powerful statement in Romans twelve two, He says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. What does the word conform mean? It means to shape or form one thing like another. We are not to be shaped or formed into the world's mentality, but be transformed, which specifically means change into another form. Our form, our being, our mentality, our perspective must be of God and not of the world. And and you know, Shelley, the church today not only in America, but throughout the world, has a prosperity, goal, dream, mentality. And the way of the cross and holiness is not understood to the depth of how that brings Jesus' life alive in us to be overcomers of what you've been teaching all week to not partake of. So it really is a a deep message for freedom and for joy and for deliverance and for peace, not bondage or legalism. Really, you know, while we're talking, June, what comes to mind about commandments, the Word of God clearly says in the Old Testament and repeated in the New God says, be ye holy as I am holy. And there is no way possible for us to walk in a holy manner of life and still be worldly. You know, the the Bible talks about carnal Christians. If you're carnal, you're separating yourself from God. God wants, God is not uh, a God who says maybe. His yea is yea and his nay be nay. And he's saying, love not the world. And that is a commandment. And if you love him, 
you will be obeying his commandments. And the word of God also says the commandments are not burdensome. And if you're finding out that the the commandments are burdensome to you really got to examine your life. Are you worldly? Does the world hold a charm for you? The world is Satan's area and he's very subtle. As the Bible says, he's the most subtle of all creatures. And what appears what can I say, neutral or not either very sinful or not very godlike. It's temptation to fall into the patterns of the world and its mentality. And I would encourage every listener to pray and to cry out to the Holy One of Israel, Jesus, Yeshua, the Son of God, to take the world out of our hearts yes, Lord. and bring us in to the culture of the kingdom of God and that we would live for the purpose that God has us in the earth today. We have an eternal purpose that cannot be fulfilled yes, Lord. if we're compromised because it's only through the life of the Messiah that his purposes are fulfilled. Thank you, Lord. And when Thank we, you, Lord. When we don't love the world, we bring forth the glory of God because we are of God, not of the world. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word, thank for your you, admonition Lord. and your commandments. Yes, I Lord. I pray that Junie and I and every one of our listeners is hearing the truth today and we will live because we are of you and not of this world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.